You sound very croaky, Ryan. Shut up. What? Some of us are hungover. Oh, my heart bleeds. Man, I worked till midnight. I got home by 1.30, took a shower. I didn't get to sleep till 2.30. And you say you're tired. Yeah, well, I had to stay up until 3 a.m. <laughs> watching Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right, there's no guarantees that there will not be a complete dog apocalypse in my room. Because I got both of them in here right now, and <laughs> it's it's about to pop off. <laughs> I am going to warn you guys. I've been having trouble with my internet because we've got a storm brewing um, in the UK at the moment. It's been ongoing for the last couple of days, and my internet keeps cutting out. So don't be surprised if I disappear. It's because my internet is shite. Shane, I'm never surprised if you disappear. Shane probably made plans like an hour from now, and he's like, oh, my internet, and he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, do you know what? The weather's so fucking shit at the moment. I am not going anywhere. I am staying well away from the outside world. So even if I made plans, I would have cancelled them. Not joking. That bad, huh? It is really bad. Um... We, we had a storm yesterday. Actually, it was quite funny. We had a storm yesterday, and it was ongoing. It just went through the day and the night, and I woke up to finding photos online of actually really fucking funny photos online of people being blown over um, by this storm. Somebody posted a video of a guy trying to put tarp down on the roof of his shed. And basically, the um, the roof blew off through a gust of wind, taking the guy with him. <laughs> it was literally, it just folded over him and disappeared. And the guy went as well. It was fucking hilarious. Did, do you get snow over there? We do. Not often, but we do. I never hear about so, snow in the UK. Yo, you'll hear about snow. If you see me posting about snow, you know we've got it because I fucking hate it. I love it. I loathe snow. I, I loved it when I was a kid, but now when I have to drive in it, it's a fucking nightmare. I guess that's a different... I yeah, I, I can understand why. I mean, I just... I've always hated snow. I always have done. Um, yeah, we got hit with a squall yesterday, and there was there was no snow at all. And uh, I let the dogs out, came back inside, sat down at my table, and I was hanging out with my cousin. And I looked behind me, and then there was an inch of snow on the ground. And I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> like in in two minutes, it just came in and dumped snow down, and then stopped. See, it's <laughs> so weird. That's really weird, actually, because I mean, people who I know who live in the north of England are posting that they've got snow. And so I'm waiting for the snow to hit us in the east of England. So we'll see what happens. I hope it doesn't snow. I'll be slightly annoyed if it does. Well, I know Chicago never gets snow, right? No, we never do. I don't even think I know what snow is. 
like just the other day, it took me an hour and a half to get home from Midway, which usually takes me 15 minutes. Ugh. Snow is that white stuff that looks a lot like drugs. Yeah, sometimes you sniff it and it's... Yeah, you get a buzz from it. I know. fell the other day next to my car oh in my this God. parking lot. Please, please tell me that somebody has a video of this. I hope. <laughs> I ate shit hard, man. I, I was wearing my work boots. Right after my work day, I walk up to my car, slipped on black ice, I yell, oh shit, and I fell right on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture it actually. I doubt the parking lot has cameras, but if there are, man. If there are, the security guys are creasing up. <laughs> at, at my work, like a year ago, uh, one of our guys fell down and he came in and told us, and we're like, what time exactly did you fall? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know. It was like five minutes ago. And I'm like, get the security footage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, all, we all gathered around the security cameras and rewound it. <laughs> to watch him slip and fall zoom in slow-mo we're like here it is right here <laughs> i was sticking so my nose in an elevator yesterday and i remembered that the elevators have cameras and i was like oh no ah. <laughs> <laughs> thankful it was just your nose yeah oh my god all right let's uh let's get started here <laughs> um how do i do this oh yeah there we go you press record. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your host, Ryan. Shane and Mike. And we are back. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode number 119. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we doing today? Yeah, yeah not bad. Excellent. And uh, I can tell right away that I can hear my dogs like fighting in the background i can hear their like collars clinking so that's gonna be a noise i'm gonna have to edit for like two hours later oh no leave it in yeah leave it in yeah fuck it because at the end of the day let's face it we're all animal lovers and we all have to suffer so everybody else should sh- should suffer too oh wait till you hear Odie ruining it's gonna happen i can he's building one up i can hear it <laughs> yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast where we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We are the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach the podcast, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com, Facebook group, all you need is blood, Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Just type in all you need is blood and subscribe. Oh, I took a big drink of my seltzer. So good. <laughs> we, uh, we, we, for Christmas, we got a uh, soda stream. What's that? And what's that? Yeah. It, it's, it's like a carbonator system. Like it's oh. to make carbonated beverages. And, uh, we, I mean, we drink gallons of seltzer at the house, like just case by case. We keep 
buying it and uh finally someone's like oh you should just get this thing that makes carbonated water for you and we're like oh that's cool but like you have to buy these co2 canisters so i don't know i don't know if it's gonna help or hinder but um uh, i've been drinking a whole lot of it recently so we'll see how that goes Oh my god, these dogs are going fucking nuts. <laughs> you can hear them in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I had to strategically like bring a toy up, or a couple toys, to, to keep them occupied. Because uh, if I left them to their own devices downstairs, God knows what will happen. Sounds like someone's mumbling in the background, even though we know it's the dogs. <laughs> oh my god, Odie. <laughs> Ease up, dude. Don't bite her nipples. Hey, you're talking about the dog, shit. right? <laughs> I was oh, gonna yeah. say, save that shit for Pornhub. Um, Franny's got some swingers. <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging low, man. <laughs> I feel that. Oh shit! So, what's been going on with you guys, Mike? You weren't on the last episode. Anything interesting going on with you? No, man. Just just working a lot. Um, pre-ordering vinyl and games. I have my Horizon. Oh, a cough's coming. <coughs> there we go. Perfect. Go I uh, <laughs> my Horizon Zero Dawn, or not Zero Dawn, but Forbidden West uh, Collector's Edition came in. I ordered Elden Ring Collector's Edition. That's coming in next week. I uh, I'm buying video games, but I have zero time to play any of them. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to be a, a thing that goes on. Um, other than that, man, just just working, listening to music, playing uh, Pokemon on Switch, and, uh, you know, living life, bro. So you got plenty of time for games for playing Pokemon. Well, Switch is on the go. No, don't eat that DVD! Oh, fuck, Randy! Sorry, she's eating a Blu-ray. I don't know which one. <laughs> hey! Hopefully, hopefully it's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Yeah, fingers crossed, eh? Oh fuck, my mic is unplugged. Oh my god. <laughs> we can hear you. Guys, still there? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right, my mic came unplugged. I'd run <laughs> over. Franny was eating a Blu-ray. I don't even know how she got it. A Blu-ray. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. Oh. Oh, the remake. I was hoping it was two. <laughs> yeah, we both said we hoped it was two. Oh, you sons of bitches. I'm kill you guys. All right, well, before we get to that, Shane, what's been going on with you? Um, not a lot, really. I've uh, been watching lots of stuff on Netflix over the last week or so. Well, I watched um, Sweet Home earlier this week. Um, interesting Korean monster series. Um, good story. People that are cursed to become monsters as they grow older. Um, would be really good if it wasn't for the really shit and poor CGI. As in, you could tell it wasn't, they were, people aren't wearing contact lenses. It was literally a black thing placed over their eye on the screen kind of deal. Um... What else did I watch? I watched uh, 
all of us are dead. Can't remember if I mentioned that on the last episode. Um, I don't but yeah, think so. I watched. No, I watched All of Us Are Dead, which is a Korean zombie horror, much in the same vein as um, well, the zombies they're runners. So it's pretty much in the same vein as Train to Busan, but um, and it's kind of meta in the sense that it actually mentions Train to Busan several times in the, yeah. in the TV show. Um, and that was quite good, apart from the fact it was 12 one-hour-long episodes that could have easily been condensed down to about eight. Oof. And I, what I always mention about Korean horror or any anything Korean, they really love to emphasize when people are dying and they have to have that overly long scene where the person who is dying is like, oh my God, I can't believe you're so brave in doing this. And then that's it, you know. So um, it was gory as fuck as well, which was kind of cool. And it's quite funny since the school, it's set in a school, so they're all teenagers. And basically, apart from a small group of survivors, um, (laughs) all all these people are literally dead. They're all zombies, the entire city, which is really funny. Um, so that was worth a watch. Um, what else have I watched? I don't think I've watched much else. I've, I've not even bought any music. Um, I did go to a show last week, last Saturday. I saw Green Lung. Mm. And they were really fucking good. Um I highly recommend getting their albums. They've got two albums and an EP. Um, Black Black Tower, I think, is the name of the uh, the most recent album. And I bought that, and that's really fucking good. It's kind of like psychedelics, Black Sabbath, mixed with a bit of Caius, um, which was really cool. So I enjoyed that, and I have been recommending that to a lot of people. But that's generally it. Oh, and I got my shower repaired, finally. So you've taken a shower. Finally scrubbed my pits. Your armpits too, right? Yeah. What pits were you talking about, Mike? Butt pits. Oh, the ass pit. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, uh, what have you been up to? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Uh, let's see. Drinking. Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing some drinking. Got that done. Um, I've been, like, getting into Disney Plus recently. Uh, so I watched some of the Marvel stuff. WandaVision, um, the Falcon Winter Soldier show, and uh, What If. And What If was pretty cool because I love that comic book. You know, the comic book that asks What If. And uh, what I thought was really awesome was like um, towards the end of the season, they sort of merge all the episodes together into like one storyline, which was pretty badass. But then I saw the trailer for Doctor Strange uh, came out this week and I noticed some like characters and scenes in it. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's from what if. So I was like, oh, they're like really tying this shit in together. So there's a. There's some pretty cool crossover stuff going on with the the Marvel stuff. 
Well, I'm kind of looking forward to the new Doctor Strange movie because obviously it is going to be a horror. There are horror elements into it because apparently they're bringing the uh, Marvel zombies into it as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was that was one episode of uh, What If was Marvel Zombies. Uh, so that's pretty good. Um, I have to watch that. I, I will say uh, that trailer itself, I was going to bring it up later, but what the hell. Um, it actually surprised me that I was like, oh my god, it looks good. <laughs> I'm like scared. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I should be excited for this or not. It's a Sam Raimi movie, and it looks good. Yeah, that's kind of worrying. He yeah, has right. a habit of making movies look good until you watch them. So yeah, I mean, drag me to hell, anybody? There's been a resurgence in that. I don't know if you guys have like online for whatever reason recently. Like a lot of people are like rediscovering "Drag Me to Hell." It's, it's, it's always on like people's like top ten, like best ever, and I don't understand. The movie is garbage. It's shit. It fucking sucks. Yeah, don't ask me. It's not making my top ten list anytime soon. So, um, yeah, other than that, oh, last night I went to a uh, Connecticut Cult Classics double feature. Uh, it was a werewolf night. They did Ginger Snaps and Howling. So it was awesome to see that in a uh, movie theater with a crowd. Both of those were pretty fucking awesome to see. Uh, I hadn't watched Ginger Snaps in, God, I don't even know how long. Like... Way too long. And I don't know that it entirely holds up. Like, I remember it being awesome, but then I'm watching it now, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is like, definitely 2000, the year 2000. Yeah, it's pretty dated. <laughs> yeah, it's a dated movie. Um, personally, I never really liked Ginger Snaps. Oh, really? I just, yeah, I wasn't really a fan. I did watch it, and I think I watched the sequels as well, because... A friend of mine brought them around and really wanted to watch them because he hadn't seen the sequels. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, then, you know, let's watch them. And I was just like, nah, not really my thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I did make it out of there. I won one of the raffle prizes, which is this awesome painting of the howling. I was super pumped because I fucking never... I've, been, I've gone to those things. I don't know how many years I've been going, and this is the first time I've actually won. And I was like, that's yes. awesome jumped up <laughs> the guy that runs it's like oh my god here comes ryan <laughs> yeah so oh yeah saying that i won a beard competition earlier this week whoa what'd you win a comb a comb <laughs> it's a big it's like it's a dollar wooden, store plastic comb it's a wooden beard comb and apparently they're um they're not made anymore so it's quite a rare item but it's from so at the Dapper Bros um, Beard Company, and they've stopped doing business. So <clears throat> apparently this comb has been on the raffle prize for over a year, and no one's claimed it, and I was lucky enough to claim it. Got him. A limited edition comb. Yeah. And it smells really nice. It's got the oils. Comb? Yeah, it's got oils um, uh, rubbed into the wood. So it actually smells really nice. Oh, like the whole comb is made of wood? Yeah, it's made of wood. And okay. it's scented. It's I, was picturing, scent. I was picturing like a brush that it's like a wood handle, but like, you know, no. bristles. No, it's it's a, a wide comb, so it's kind of convenient for getting knots out of your beard. Mm. 
I think I want the knots. It makes it look thicker. No, it doesn't. It's f- that fucking painful pallone. <laughs> That's why I don't comb it. Yeah, you're, you probably just got a massive fucking dread around your face. Yeah, that's what's cool, Shane. People like no, that. that's not cool. It's not cool to have a dread around your face. Says you. Says the man who's combing his beard. Mm. <laughs> Odie's impressed. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, good God. All right, fellas. Well, I did have news, but the only thing I had written down was my Doctor Strange trailer, and kind of already covered that. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me yell at these dogs. <laughs> hey, Odie. Pump the brakes. Hey. They're not slowing down. It's This is going to be constant the entire time. I got some oh. news. What do you got, Mike? You want to play the uh, oh, soundtrack? You're going to kill me. i got to find I'm it. not going to do news until da, that da, plays. Da, 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 news. All right. Well, do you know how that Studio 666 movie's coming out with the Foo Fighters? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're actually releasing, I don't know if it's an EP or an LP, but it's a thrash and death metal uh, EP to go along with it. Yeah, because they um, they dropped a song from it the they other did. night. Yeah, and it's the, the Foo Fight. The what? It's the Foo Fighters releasing a thrash and death yes. metal. Yes. So album? in the movie, they're yeah. uh, under the moniker of Dream Widow, and it's like yeah. one of the songs they listen to in the movie, and it's like a thrash death metal song. But uh, Dave Grohl's releasing like almost an entire album's worth of music. So it's and I listen to the song. It's a legit, like death bla- or thrash metal song, and I'm very, very excited for this. Thank wow. is right. See, I, it's really funny actually you say that because my friend Darren just posted on Facebook about that, and he said even though he's not a fan of Foo Fighters, he's looking forward to watching this film, and I've got to say I am too. Because it's a comedy horror, and just from the trailer alone, it looks really good fun. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm more. I think I'm more excited about the music because I, as much as I <laughs> don't like Foo Fighters, I, I really respect David Grohl and everything because he's like an actual metalhead, and he did that Probot album back in 2004. Yeah, where he I, got a was, whole bunch of different gonna, vocalists, and yeah, I was going to bring that up this, actually. He made this great, great album. It's one of my favorite albums, and uh, now he's actually releasing this, and it's just really cool. So, if you want to go check it out, they they call themselves Dream Widow, but it's just Foo Fighters, and it's crazy to listen to. Yeah, it's, I was kind of stunned. It's like, wow, this is actually really good. Hmm. Now I'm gonna have to add that to my list. Yeah, he puts on like these like death metal vocals. That's why it's like a thrash yeah. and death metal song. But it's uh, it reminds me of like old school like '80s thrashy death, which is awesome. So sweet. Yeah, that's that's all the news I had. Excellent. Good coverage of the news, Mike, because I've already <laughs> blown my. Uh, you blew your load there. I blew my load oh, way too early. Actually, I have a little bit of news. Um, Stranger Things season four starts on May 27th. May 27th. That seems like years away. 
basically they're releasing it in two parts. So part one comes out on May 27th, part two comes out in July. Oh, fuck that. And um, it's going to be an extended series, so there's double the amount of episodes, so there'll be 16 episodes or so. And it will end with season five. Season five will be the final season. Thank God. Is that because they're going to be 40? <laughs> Probably. I gotta go. The dog's being too quiet. I gotta go investigate this. <laughs> Just when he comes back and tells us that the dog has chewed up the Blu-ray player. <laughs> she's, a, she's actually being good. I can't believe it. She's sitting there chewing her toy. Be sure it's a toy and not a Blu-ray. No, no, no. Because uh, earlier while you guys were talking, I caught her eating my pants. <laughs> I had to take them <laughs> away from her. She was literally chewing on my pajama pants, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I silently snuck over and got it away from her. She's been eating my mail, but now she's got her uh, she's got her little chew toy, so. She's doing uh, what dogs normally do. I, you're supposed to, I guess. Yeah. How old is she? Um, I we think, like, nine. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's real old, and she's dumb. Real dumb. She doesn't know, like, words, or didn't know about stairs. That was a big thing. Like, learning about the (laughs) stairs. She doesn't really know... Yeah, doesn't really know, like, not to piss in the house, so that's... We're still working through that. So it kind of reminds me of when Ziggy first escaped and got down the fire escape near my flat, and then when I found him, he was literally laid flush on the step. And he was absolutely terrified, you know. And then when I picked him up, he literally sunk his claws into my shoulder and just did not let go until we got into the flat. And then once he let go, I had like 10 nice little stab wounds in my shoulder from where he was holding on. I bet he never did that again. No, he didn't, actually. It was quite funny. But... Every time I go out, I say to him, do you want to go down the stairs? And he looks at me and he runs towards the fire escape. And then I open the door and he looks down and he's like, nah, fuck that. And he goes running back in, which is quite funny. Oh, I forgot. I hate this. Yeah, PTSD and keys. Oh, man. All right. Well, we got that wrapped up, fellas. You want to get to our main topic? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, as we all know, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out, so I figured uh, let's revisit the other Texas Chainsaw Massacres. And uh, just to be as confusing as possible, um, since there's now like three movies called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is it three or Yeah, three movies. Well, they leave out the the. Oh, do they? Yeah, the, the original ones have the, the new ones just skip the the. They get right to the point. They should add an extra the. The, the Texas, the, the, the. So, I know we've talked about um, probably a bunch of these before. Did we ever do like a whole episode on these? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think so either. Did. I know we've covered the first one before, because I remember we did that Toby Hooper episode when he died. Yeah. But, um, Shane, why don't you take us through the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Really? Yeah, why not? Oh, for fuck's sake. Why me? Anyway. uh, (laughs) I thought you guys wanted to do this one. Anyway. If um, you want, I'll do it. 1974. (laughs) 
directed by Toby. You do Cooper. it. Yeah, you do it. I'll do the new one. I'll do the new one. Okay, you do the new one. All right, so this yeah. one, 74, directed by Toby Hooper, stars Marilyn Burns, Gunnar Hansen as uh, Leatherface, and uh, Jim Sidow as, uh, I guess he's called the cook in this, um, but also known as Drayton Sawyer. Um, so this is, like, considered to be a horror classic, and I know it's 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 unusual to say in, like, horror fandom, but I think... I think you're with me on this, Mike, that this is like overrated and super overrated. <laughs> yeah, it's completely overrated. I watched it again, you know, like a week ago or so. And I every time I watch this, I'm like, this is the time. This is the time I'm going to get it. And I'm going to be like, yes, I see what, you know, everyone goes nuts for and like why it's so good. And it just doesn't happen every time I watch it. Um the things I like about it, I, I like that it is gross. It's like a dirty, gross movie. Um, I think the performances aren't horrible, with the exception of one character, uh, Franklin, who is the most hated person, I think, maybe in horror movies. Yeah, he sucks. And it's, like, amazing that you could get someone to hate a person in a wheelchair that much. <laughs> like, I can't wait till this guy dies. Um, uh, the, the kills are actually bloodless. There's like very little blood in this movie. Uh, and, um, but they're, they're still sort of gruesome. Like, uh, my, my favorite one's probably the, uh, the hammer to the head from Leatherface, like quite early in the movie as, uh, he sort of, it's like a jump scare basically that he just like shows up, kills a guy, drags him off and slams the door behind him. No explanation, no lead up. And I love that part about it. And uh, now this dog is eating a, uh, what is that? An electronic wipe. Don't eat those. They're poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> this dog's a fucking nightmare. But anyway, yeah. Um, Ah, I don't even know how how much further to go in this. Like, I just don't love this one. I know we've talked about it before. Did Did you forget the last twenty minutes is just a girl screaming? No, did you forget that part? The, because like, that's you're talking the, from like the, last quarter from the dinner scene until the end of the movie. Yeah, all she's doing is fucking screaming. Yeah, the dinner that's scene it. is interesting, and I like. I I understand why it's been copied a billion times. Like in every horror movie, they have to copy the dinner scene, and it's like really awkward and and gross. But um, I don't know. It's it it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. It's not my favorite movie, and I guess I'm just gonna be cursed to keep watching it to keep hoping one day that I'll love it. But <laughs> I think I'm just gonna sit at like a high six out of ten. Uh, it's not bad. That's what I gave it. I gave it about a six out of ten too. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, Shane? Um, I just think it's overrated. It's. I remember years ago, back in the eighties, when I was a kid, um, and discovering the um band, the Video Nazis collection, because I've been hearing all about it from my brothers and my sister, because they were well into their horror as well. And I can remember being interested in watching it, and someone who I knew actually had a copy of this on VHS, and I asked them if I could watch it, and they said no, because I'm too young. Um, and I wouldn't like it. I think I was, what, 10 or 11 years old. And they told me I wouldn't like it because it was too much for me to watch. And then 
when I finally got around to watching it in it was in the nineties, I was like, This is shit. It's really crap. You know, it's it was just really poor. And for a film that came out in nineteen seventy four, you know, it was obviously cutting edge at the time, you know, and it pushed boundaries. But I just thought it was boring. And I can remember watching it and thinking to myself, this is really overrated. And I've watched it a couple of times since then. And I have to say, I prefer the remake over the original. Mm. Because it, it just bored me. And with the, with the incessant screaming, that put me off. It really fucking put me off. I was just like, no, I can't watch. I have difficulty watching a film where someone is constantly screaming. It's the same with Demons 2, with, like, the fucking demon kid and that high-pitched fucking scream that he does. I can't. I skip that scene completely. I literally skip it because I can't stand it. Um... And I think it's the same with like any kind of like any small child that I hear screaming, I literally shout out the window and say, shut the fuck up or shut that child up. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really intolerant to that kind of thing. But um, to children, I just thought, yeah, small children, fuck off and shut <laughs> up, you know. Um, but it was just, to me, it was just, it could have been so much better, but it, it just didn't do anything for me at all. Well, all right. I mean, we don't have to harp on this one. I know we've talked about it before, um, but I don't know that we've gone into much detail on part two. Mike, I know you're a big fan of this one. Why don't you tell us about Texas Chainsaw 2? I feel like I'm the only person in the world that really does not like this movie. Um, it, it starts off with a really cool scene of, you know, two guys calling into a radio station and Caroline Williams is the DJ and she's taking calls and everything. And these two guys uh, are just driving around and they're going to a college and they're shooting signs. I guess that's what they did in Texas back in the day, I guess, and drinking beer, just them two. Um, And then they get to a point where they want to play chicken with this truck coming up. And you can already tell this is a comedy by the the truck horn. It's it's like, you know, and it's just like it's going at this car. And they run the truck off the road. And <clears throat> sometime later, they come across this bridge and they're still on the phone with Caroline Williams. The, like 30 mile long bridge. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the truck, you know, they, uh, they did the, the truck stops them. And it's a really cool scene of Leatherface on top of a, of a truck, you know, sawing a car next to him. And it starts off really good. And, and then it really just goes downhill. Um you get Dennis Hopper in the movie, who is the uncle of one of the um, uh, some of the Fra- I think Franklin and Sally from the original. Right. Um, yeah, and he's like hell bent, hell bent on trying to get revenge, and this whole time he's just like trying to be after Leatherface, and it it really surprisingly doesn't go into too much detail of uh, his like connection it really feels like just added on just for the sake of a sequel um but yeah you know eventually it's this this movie is way more of a comedy you get um you get uh um what's his name the the yeah bill mosley you know bill mosley's in here and him and leatherface they they go to the the 
the DJ place, you know, and it has one of my favorite jump scares in a horror movie, which is ironic because that scene where Leatherface comes out of the closet is awesome and you don't expect it. The, the DJ place you speak of is called a radio station. Yeah, that place. <laughs> and uh, I, I love that scene. You know, he comes running out and, you know, he's trying to terrorize Caroline Williams. And then he just like comes in his pants, which is uh, <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, Bill Mosley's really cool in it. Um, it it's it's has a ridiculous ending and the the thing i really don't like about this movie is the last like 45 minutes take place in like the Sawyer house and once again Caroline Williams is just sitting there screaming for like a good portion of that time <laughs> excuse me good lord and um it it ends very abruptly like Dennis Hopper chainsaws leather face in the stomach his guts come out he like puts his fists in the air and then you know drayton sawyer blows himself up with a grenade and you just never see them again and you just assume that you know they're dead and then bill mosley and caroline williams are fighting and it's just i don't know man it's the very ending where she's whipping the chainsaw around was really stupid (laughs) and i yeah i don't like the movie and I have tried giving this so many chances. I've watched this movie, I think, the most times that I would give any movie a chance. Mm. I think I've seen this movie like six or seven times. And every single time, like you said, I'm like, OK, I'm going to finally get it. I'm going to finally be on board and love this movie like everybody else. And it just sucks. The the um, the like set pieces are gorgeous. The movie looks awesome. There's some fun scenes in it. But. Man, it's just, I just, I don't know, there's something about it I just hate. I think it's like the pacing or the editing, it just bugs the hell out of me. Because the look of it is gorgeous. I love, like, the, the Sawyer-like household where it's like, there's bones everywhere. And it is funny in spots, but it's just, I don't know, man. Can't get into it. So I'm going to give, like, a little counterpoint because I fucking love this movie. This is, like, my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre um and it's because i guess it's just so over the top and like everything that like when you hear the words texas chainsaw massacre like people think like oh it's gory and you know crazy over the top and whatever but then you watch like the original texas chainsaw massacre and it's not like that at all but this one is that it's like <laughs> it's everything that the original was but cranked up to like 13 it's so over the top. It's ridiculous. And I'm actually glad you mentioned the set pieces and stuff because I think the design of all the sets in this movie is like m- one of the best in horror. Like everything just looks fucking incredible. Um, the old, like they're in an old amusement park or whatever. And I love um, Jim Sidow in this is even more over the top. Um, than he was in the previous one. He's fucking crazy, and I love that he's just... Everything is like the government trying to get him, and he's like, oh, the tax man's always coming to take it from the little guy. And you're like, he's murdering people <laughs> and turning them into chili. <laughs> but he's complaining about paying taxes. I don't know. I love it. I love the fucking bonkers shit that happens in this movie. Um, I like... 
all the characters basically. I like Lefty, um, and uh, Dennis Hopper is fucking. I I'm convinced he's just completely either on drugs or drunk or something the entire movie. Like, and I don't, I don't mean the he's done a lot of weird movies like yeah. that. You know, I think he just loved doing those oddball things. I, I mean, like legitimately Dennis Hopper. I don't mean the character. I mean, like, I think he's fucking wasted in this movie. I don't know. Dennis Hopper probably was. Probably. It wouldn't surprise me if he was. But, um, yeah, no, he's I probably off his tits on fucking, uh, he's probably off his tits on mescaline as well. Why not? Well, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I'd do it. I would, I would have done it if I could have got my hands on it. So, what do you think, Shane? Do you like this one? Or are you with Mike in a uh, in the hate group? I'm, I'm completely with Mike on this. I watched this once on the horror channel, and I thought, what a bag of shite! Is I just couldn't get into it at all. I just thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, fucking crazy. No, like I, I, I do like it a lot better than I did. Because, like, individually, I can pick out good things about it. The set design is gorgeous. That one jump scare in the radio station is, like, one of my favorites. <laughs> like, how funny the family is. I love Bill Mosley. I love the acting in it, to be honest. I really do. There's a lot of parts of it that I really do like. But together, as a whole, I just think it's sloppy. I don't know what it... I, like, I know it's supposed to be over the top and goofy. You're not supposed to take it seriously, but... I don't know. There's just something about it I can't get into. This movie reminds me of, like, Gremlins 2. Be- <laughs> and it's, it's in in the weirdest way, because, uh, what's his face? Joe Dante, right, made the first Gremlins. And then they right. wanted him to make two. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it. And they're like, we need, you know, please, please, please make it. And he goes, I'll do it, but only if I could do whatever I want. So he essentially made, like, a Gremlins parody. And that's what Gremlins 2 is. I feel like this movie is the Texas Chainsaw one like that. It's like a parody of it. Like, it's it's all humor and fucking nonsense and gore. And uh, the other ones weren't like that at all. And I don't know. There's just so much stuff I love about this. Like, and, like it was a treat to be able to watch this compared to some of the other ones that I had to watch. And <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I love the scene with uh, Caroline Williams and J.D. Yeah. And like Leatherface is like kind of like they t- he takes his face off and he like cuts his leg and his legs open and he's still alive. He's like, Aah! I love how disgusting <laughs> that guy is. He's like hawking loogies constantly. Yeah, there's one there's one scene in the radio station where he hawks up the biggest loogie and just like spits it on the wall. And I'm like, you work there. It's <laughs> so gross. Uh, it's even grosser than like the bodily dismemberment. <laughs> Is this guy spinning or yeah. spinning around his room? Oh man, I don't know. I I really like it. Um, but I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Um, oh, you could always agree with me and Mike because we agree that the movie sucks. You're, but you're wrong, you know. so I won't be doing that. <laughs> well, no, you're wrong because your taste in movies is awful. So, Please. but we have good taste, you see. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of your good taste, Shane, how did you feel about Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? Uh, I don't think I ever watched that one. <laughs> did you get to this one, Mike? Yeah, I watched it the other day. And it's one of those movies I always watch and then immediately forget yes, about. Yes. <clears throat> but I. Uh, as I'm watching it, I really don't mind it. 
there's parts of it that I like better than two. Um, I don't like the fact that, or I do like the fact, I don't know. This is like a different timeline of Leatherface. This is, um, it doesn't, it, it, even though it opens up with the story of the last two, it doesn't follow that path. Like Leatherface is a whole new family now. Uh, Vigo Mortensen's in it. Everybody, there's all these, like, he's got these three brothers. There's like a little girl in it now. It, 90% of the movie oh. takes place in a dark forest. Um, yeah, it's just, it's pretty simple in the fact that there's like two people trying to get somewhere and they get stopped by the uh, Sawyer family. Uh, he has a mom now. Um, it's just, it's odd. Uh, Ken Forhees in it. It's, it's pretty, it's more serious than the second yeah. one. It's not a comedy by any means. It's back to horror. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the set piece, I guess the, the budget was like two million bucks and I don't, I don't see how uh, the movie, like I said, takes place in like a forest the entire time and like the Drayton house. Uh, but I do got to say, I love all the acting in it. Joe Unger's in it. Viggo Mortensen. Um, everybody does their part. They ham it up in a non-comedic way. And, um, yeah, Ken for, he, he is like hunting these people back and it's, it's pretty neat. It's a, it's a decent Leatherface movie. And that's where the, uh, the saw is family <laughs> line comes from because Vigo Mortensen gives Leatherface a present and it's this new chainsaw with the saws family, like engraved on the side. And it's the coolest yeah. thing in the world. That chainsaw is fucking gigantic, by the way. Like, oh, it is, know. it's, it's so fucking big. It's got to be like 100 pounds. <laughs> and one of my favorite parts of it is um, Joe Unger, one of Leatherface's brothers, uh, realizes the Leatherface didn't kill everybody or capture them. So he takes Leatherface's uh, head headphones away and he throws <laughs> them in the oven, which is just fire. And... Um, Leatherface grabs Joe Unger by the neck and Joe Unger's got a uh, like a claw yeah. hand. And uh, I'm sure there's an actual like word for it, but he's like uh, one of those I people. I believe it's called bust. a hook. Yeah, he has like a hook hand. <laughs> and um, he tries Leatherface grabs him right in front of the oven and he makes him go back into the fire to grab his headphones. But he starts to use his hook, and Leatherface put, pulls that hand away and makes him use his actual hand. And I was <laughs> dying. I was loving that so much. But yeah, it's a, I think it's a fun movie. I, I'd still give it like a 5 out of 10. I don't think it's better than the original, but I think it's fun. Uh, I'm probably on par with the original on this one. I, I'd give it a, I'd give it up like a 6. Like, I like it. Um... I, this is the start of uh, what I call every Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel, where it just it it is a sequel to the original, and then it ignores every other one. And I'm like, they started with three, and then every movie after that is all just basically a sequel to the original, and ignores every other movie that's <clears throat> movie that's in line. Um, yeah, I like stuff about this. I I like. It's kind of weird that I like the setting, but. I hate that it's so dark you can barely see what's going on. Uh, 
And I also, I mean, I don't know Texas. Maybe this is what Texas looks like. But to me, it looks like Los Angeles. It looks like, you know, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel like Texas to me. It feels like West Coast L.A. And I guess maybe that's the swamp and the, I don't know, the trees. It, something just feels off in terms of the location. Um, I like the house, the house. I like the family. I like the infighting that they're going through. Uh, the, the little girl thing, I don't necessarily understand. I mean, I get that they have to have like another generation of, you know, kids being raised, but I don't know. Is it is it necessary? Like they don't really use the little girl in, in sort of any way that would that you could like you could have her be like bait or something to like lure the people in, but they don't, they don't really use her that way. Um, I like the fight uh, with uh, Vigo Mortensen and uh, Ken Foree. I think that's fucking awesome. Great fight. It, it sort of reminded me of, uh, I don't know why I was thinking of the Roddy Piper fight in uh, they live because they were just <laughs> beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. Um, it could use more gore. I don't know if there's like a director's cut, but I know this movie has been so, cut down heavily. So I have the DVD or it's an R-rated and unrated version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the unrated version I, I watched and it, there wasn't too much gore in it. Like the scene where the, the main wiener dude, he's like hanging upside down and yeah. they like they press a button and it's supposed to like you know, smash his head like that was even cut. I was a little disappointed in that. There was a lot of parts that were cut. Or like cut away, rather. Yeah, I think this is one of those movies that the censors just like absolutely completely raped the movie and got rid of all the awesome gore that maybe they did or did not film. I don't know. Um, But I think it's lacking that like it, it needs it. And uh, if it had more gore, I think this would be more highly regarded. And uh, I think people would like it a little more. But like you said, this is the movie that I watch this and I forget about it like instantly. Like it does not stick in my head for whatever reason. I don't know if it just doesn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw, but it's not super memorable. So... And then we've got Shane's favorite film, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. <laughs> I did not watch this one. I did not rewatch it. You guys I've never seen me, it. You're going to make me talk about this? You yeah, go for it. <laughs> I've never seen it. You've never seen this one? No. I all I know has got, all I know it has Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in it, and I've never watched it. So that's true. Uh, those they, and they are the main characters in this. It's not like they're like bit players in it. You know, they're not random people. Um, so this movie was directed by Kim Henkel, and uh, he wrote the original, like the the script and everything, with Toby Hooper, and directed this one. And it's meant to be a again sequel to the original, ignoring the rest. And it was supposed to be created to be like this is this is the real sequel, you know, like this is, this is how it should be. And it is just the biggest pile of shit movie pretty much <laughs> ever made. Um, and this is another one that there's, there's like some people that like, like this movie 
And I don't know if it's more of like a tongue in cheek kind of thing. That they're like, oh, I like it because everyone else hates it. Or I, I don't know. It, it, but it is like difficult to watch because it's so bad. And um, Matthew McConaughey plays Vilmer in this, uh, who is just another one of, I guess, Leatherface's brothers or something. And um, the family is so obnoxious and you hate every single person in it. And Leatherface Mm -hmm. is so useless in this movie. He's not scary or frightening. He comes off as like a baby. Like he is absolutely unable to kill people in this movie, which is fucking sounds so stupid. But I guess that's sort of the point of the movie is how useless the the family is and they're supposed to be killing people because there's like an illuminati that wants these hillbillies to kill people because uh reasons and at one point in the movie the like leader of the illuminati shows up and like berates matthew mcconaughey for not terrifying renee zellweger enough because (laughs) She starts yelling at Leatherface and telling him to shut up. <laughs> and, and at this, and like, you're just you're just lost in terms of what's happening in the movie. And you're like, who is this guy? Why is there like it, it almost seems like the movie stops and then like the producer comes in and is like, no, this should be scarier. Like, well, why did you make it not scary? Was this your intention? You didn't want to make a good movie? Um. <clears throat> But yeah, it is it is horrible. Uh, I don't think there's any gore in it. Um, and the deaths, I don't even remember the deaths. There's like one death. I think it's sort of off screen where a girl gets chainsawed. And yeah, it's just really, really bad. But like the interesting part about it, I think this is more interesting than the movie itself. So this movie was filmed and everyone hated it. And it never, it didn't get released really. It had like a real tiny release and then like, everyone ignored it um but it didn't have like a video store release or anything but then um renee zellweger and matthew mcconaughey became really famous and the studio was like wait a minute didn't we film a movie with these two in it so they like re-released the movie with them like featured on the cover and like you know their names all huge because now they're they're actual movie stars and uh like they tried suing Sony Studios because they didn't want this released. Um and I don't know. It, it, it like that part of it is more interesting than the actual movie itself. But uh yeah, I hate this. And even even like there's like a dinner scene like they have in all of them and the family's not cannibals anymore. They're eating pizza that like Matthew what? McConaughey's yeah, Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend picks up pizza and brings it to them like they're not killing people for food. They only kill people because the Illuminati tells them to kill people. And uh, and Matthew McConaughey has a robot leg that, like, is constantly not working. And he's got to use VCR remote controls to, like, get it to work. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what else do I say about this? It's fucking stupid well, and I hate it. Well, let me. Right. I was just looking at some of the reviews for it on uh, IMDb. And the top review headlined, you are think expecting maybe Citizen Kane. 
And basically, I'll read you the opening lines of it. It says, let's be frank, you don't complain to the manager of your local McD's when you don't get a five-star meal. Guess what, folks? You just ordered the value meal that's been sitting in the warmer just a little too long. The fourth installment of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sucks, appropriately so. I mean, yeah. I, would dis- I would disagree with that because if I went to McDonald's and ordered, like, a crappy meal or whatever, and it showed up and it wasn't the crappy meal I ordered, but instead was just a, a, a dog turd wrapped up in the wrapper, I, I would still be angry about it. <laughs> and that's what this movie feels like. Like, yeah, I know it's not going to be good. It's the fourth Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's so bad that it makes, like, I said the first one was a six. I, this one I put it like a two. A solid two. It's nearly useless. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, and I've tried to watch it so many times, but I, I, I've given up um, the ability to care about trying to like this movie anymore. It's just fucking garbage. So, have you here. ever watched this one, Mike? Uh, yeah, I've seen it before, but uh, I didn't rewatch it for this. No, you're better off. I don't actually own this on, on DVD when I own a good part of them. And, like, from here on out, besides the remakes, I don't remember any of them. <clears throat> even even then, I don't even really remember uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning too much, even though I really like it. Hmm. So. so that's actually the only one I did not watch for this uh, was the beginning. I did watch the remake. Shane, you like the remake, right? Yeah, I like the remake. The 2005 one, 2004, whenever it was. Yeah, why don't you tell us about the remake? One second. Right. Um, Let's get to install some drivers first. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's notifications I keep getting for fucking YouTube. Um, Right, basically, 2000... Oh, it's 2003. Uh, The 2003 remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, in my opinion is far superior than the original film. Um, It's essentially, it is a remake, you know, after picking up a traumatised young hitchhiker, five friends find themselves stalked and hunted by a deformed chainsaw-wielding loon and his family of equally psychopathic killers. Now, this one, um, it's got Jessica Biel, Jonathan Tucker, um, Andrew Brynjarski, and Erica uh, Learson, uh, she was more. She's more familiar to horror fans because she was in the in um, Blair Witch Two: The Book of Shadows. And um, oh yeah, this also has Ali Ermy in it as the Sheriff Hoyt, um, legend that he is. And uh, this one essentially it delves a little bit deeper into the backstory. Um, I think because obviously they turn up. And they're like looking, or obviously they pick up the hitchhiker. And when they, when she sees which way they're driving, she starts freaking out in the car. Pulls a um, uh, a pistol out of her punani, and um, basically <laughs> says to them that they need to turn around because it's like it's bad news. And then she blows her head off. So everyone in the car is completely fucked. You know, they're like, "What the fuck just happened?" So. They find this. They find the petrol station, and from what I remember, they get pulled over by Ali Ermi, um, and he gives them a lot of shit. And they end up at the fucking house, and it's kind of 
a more brutal retelling of the original film in the sense there's a lot more gore it's more visceral um and it's fucking brutal you know i mean for me one of the one of the well not so quite not quite so kills is when the guy is running through the laundry and leatherface just takes his leg off and um, <laughs> he takes him takes him into the meat locker hangs him up on the meat hook and then just rubs salt into his severed leg. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love it. That was fucking brutal. I was like, oh, I could feel, I could almost feel that, you know, the way he did it. And it was just like all the people that he kills off, he, well, he, he, he basically, he does away with, but he doesn't kill all of them straight away. It's like the Eric Balfour character. He peels his face off, but leaves him alive. So when Jessica Beale's character goes in, she finds him and she realizes he's still alive. You know, it's like major fucking freak out kind of thing. And that was kind of that was pretty fucking brutal. Um but what I liked about this one is obviously they talk about how various people, you know, past people have been kidnapped or whatever, or maybe I'm thinking into the follow-on film. Um or the sequel to this one. That was it. The prequel. Well, the beginning. Is it? Oh, I can't remember. I, do you know what? It's one of those. It, they want these films. It's like I've seen some of them, but I can't remember the, which ones they were. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm probably mixing it all up a little bit. But um, you know, it's when they get around the around the house, and you know, people start getting killed off. And, you know, the coppers turn up and, you know, it's, they realise that the coppers are actually in on it and everybody in the shop, in the local stores, they're all in on it as well because they all fucking, they all survive on what the family does. Um, and it was just, uh, it was just a fucking really twisted and a lot darker and that's what I liked about it because it was more twisted and a lot more darker. It was more brutal. So when, when you get to the end of this movie, you're sitting there and it's like white knuckle kind of like on the edge, on the edge of your seat kind of deal. And that's what I liked about this one because it was more edgy. Yeah, no, that's, I, I like this one a lot. And um, I think it's sort of, I don't know if it's more of a recent thing, but <clears throat> people don't really bring this one up that much, and I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Like it's, it's fucking awesome, and I agree that it, it takes what the original was, and does like enough different that it's, it's not the same movie. Like I know it's a remake, but it's not, yeah. it's not a retread. It doesn't do the exact same things the original did. It, it makes it its own. Yes. It, it takes it and makes it its own version. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, and it's. I will. I. I mean, I will say it's far superior than the original movie because the original, although it was dirty and gritty and it was pretty horrendous, this one had less screaming, <laughs> which was more, which was more tolerable. Um, but the gore was plentiful. Yes, lots of gore. Where the original. 
Yeah, the original didn't have so much gore. This one does, and I think obviously they did a brilliant job with it. And this film's on, this film is nineteen years old now. Oh my god! So yeah, I mean, so... two thousand three. Yeah, how do you think I feel? Oh, I remember watching this in the theater. So good. God damn it, I'm so old. <laughs> yeah, but it was just it was such a good film. Um, I can remember watching it and thinking to myself, I need to find people I can talk to about this. Because yeah. Yeah. at the time, loads of people were just like not into watching remakes. And obviously, this for me, it was before like Facebook and IMDb and all that kind of stuff, you know. So it was like I didn't have online forums. So I couldn't find anyone to talk to about this movie and you know, just discuss it. And obviously, I didn't join the UHM until 2008. So it was, you know, being able to find that kind of thing to talk to people about it was like a revelation for me. But watching this and talking to this about friends of mine or talking about it with friends of mine, it was just, it was really cool to be able to discuss it Mm. and then get into arguments because people refused to watch remakes. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, you do not realize what you're missing with this one. Yeah. And I own it on. I do own it on DVD. I own a chewed copy on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> There's one scene in it in particular where uh, where Leatherface is like attacking um, Jessica Biel's friend, and like he pops up and looks back at her, and he's wearing her boyfriend's face, and it's yeah. it's fucking perfect. Like it looks so gruesome. And you know exactly who it is. Like, it, like I don't know. It, it, a lot of times he'll put on faces of different people. And um, like when this one in particular, I don't know why, but it looks just like this guy. And it's fucking just awful. Like He looks up and looks at her. And the look on Jessica Biel's face that she realizes, like, oh, that's my boyfriend. Oh, wait, that's just his face. And you're like, oh, my God. And uh, also, Arlie Ermey in this is unbelievably good. Like, so good that he blows every other Texas Chainsaw character out of the water, basically. Oh, that goes without saying. Yeah, he was just fucking superb in this one. Yeah, and he's so gross and such an asshole, and he's just the worst person ever, and I love it. Absolutely. I love him in this movie. And I I sort of wish they... uh, I mean, I liked it. You know, they had the prequel with him in it, um, so it was good to get more of him, but, like, it's it almost feels like not enough. Like, I want more of him. I want more craziness of his behavior. And he gets, you could tell in this and in the uh, the prequel that he's running the show. Like, it's his fault the family's this way, <laughs> and he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. So, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Mike, what'd you think about this one? This is my favorite one. Um, I've I, I think I watched this before the original one back in the day um, when I was getting into horror movies. Um, I think it's just like everything you guys said. It's gruesome. It's gross. I think it's uh, what Texas Chainsaw Massacre should be and the shit that they couldn't get away with in '74. Um, I like when they're wrapping up that girl in the. In the van, and Arlie Ermey goes, oh, she's still a little wet down there. What you boys been doing with this body? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> it's just little stuff. 
like that that makes it uh, awesome. It does its own thing, you know. Instead of the the guy, you know, slicing his hand open and being goofy, you get a girl who, you know, puts a gun her to her head, and it's just it's in that camera shot where it goes out of the van through the bullet wound is awesome. Mm. I love that. It's just it, it, man. And for Michael Bay, like producing this and uh, the beginning, it's like my favorite Michael Bay thing. <laughs> I think too. Um, yeah, I love I love this movie. I think I gave it uh, an eight out of ten. Yeah, I think I was the same. I was either an eight or a seven. I think yeah. it's probably an eight. Okay. I really wish I would have rewatched the beginning because. I think I gave that a similar rating, but I don't remember anything about it. Also, like one of the scenes in the remake legit makes me cringe. Like when uh, Leatherface is dragging him and he has his nails. Oh, yeah. And you see the nails like get pulled back. Like I can't I to this day I cannot watch that. And, you know, what does that say when a horror movie like I'm 34 years old and I still can't watch a certain scene in a movie like that just shows how good it is. Yeah, it it gets you. Wait, you're 34? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, how old did you think I was? I thought you were still 25. (laughs) Good Lord. I've known you that long. It just doesn't seem right. It's, you know, it's like I've known you since you were 21. Yeah. And I know it's just, wow. Yeah, you're old, man. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> when I first... Well, I just turned before last weekend, so. Oh, oh okay then. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> What's interesting about this movie, too, that, so the director... Uh, Marcus Nispel, Nispel, I don't know what his name is. Um, sure. So he also did the Friday the 13th remake. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was garbage. And the Code of the Barbarian remake, which was garbage. And uh, he did that movie Pathfinder, which I watched one time, I think, in a hospital. Um, and I think it made me sicker than I was from actually being sick in the hospital. So, like... I think this is his only good movie, and it's like fantastic. Like, what the fuck? How how did you manage this? That's what makes me wonder if maybe like Michael Bay secretly directed it, and he doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs> I don't know, but I wish one. I don't you... think that Bay directed it. There's some. There's too many good like. That's too good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too good for Bay. <laughs> I mean, back then, maybe he was pretty good still, right? He did Bad Boys. This is around that time period, I think. Maybe Bad Boys 2. I don't know. I don't I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Mm. So I wish somebody watched uh, the beginning because I did not watch it and I do not remember, like, anything on it other than the basic plot. Um, but I remember like All right. No, I remember watching this years ago. This came out in 2006, and I saw this on the horror channel. I can remember watching it and thinking, Yeah, this is pretty good because Ali Yomi is in this one again, mm-hmm. and so it is a direct sequel to the print to the remake. Um, but it's basically uh, a couple of brothers 
and their girlfriends take one last road trip before they have to go to serve in Vietnam. So it's set in 1969. And uh, basically, they get into an accident. And uh, Ali Ermi's character, basically, or Sheriff Hoy, he basically arrests them and takes them back to the house. But one of the girls um, <clears throat> basically escapes. So she spends the rest of the movie trying to get to the house and, like, rescuing them. And then it all goes a bit fucking pear-shaped. Because what I liked about this movie was the fact that all of the teenagers in this film die. And it all goes um, a bit pear-shaped because in this one, it's when she, when the girl realizes she goes to the, uh, this little, um, can't remember if it's a cafe or someone's house or someone's um, like trailer or whatever. But there's a family in there, and there's a woman holding a baby, and the baby is screaming constantly. And that's when the girl realizes the baby's not the woman's. It's the, yeah, that's in the she, remake, Shane, not the prequel. Is it the remake? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yes. I just watched I it. I told you I'd get these fucking movies confused. Shit. Well, I knew I'd get these movies. I knew I would get these movies confused. Like I said to you before, you know, it's like I've watched these movies, but I can't remember which ones is which because it's been so long since I've watched them. The only thing I remember is the dad in the wheelchair like he has his legs out and he gets like hammered and that's why he's in a wheelchair he gets hammered in the remake well you know his legs get like hammered yeah i rem- i remember one of the endings cuz apparently there's three different endings for this movie now what's the ending Shane? <laughs> well, the ending I, rem- I remember the ending one of the I endings. The end. Yeah, no, because there, well, there is there's alternative versions for it. But remember, the ending I remember is the character of Chrissy gets in the car after escape, escaping the meat factory, and Leatherface runs her through with a chainsaw from the back seat. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to watch this one again because. It, for whatever reason, I just there's too much chainsaw, and I just couldn't couldn't get to it. And uh, this was the one that was sacrificed, so I could watch some of the other garbage ones once again. You watched other ones? Oh, Mike! Oh no! Next up, I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any other. Next ones, up so on the list, that. I watched Texas Chainsaw 2D. Your cousin is oh, a chainsaw. No, I. <laughs> I watched this in theater. That was the last time I watched it. So I rewatched it. I think this is the second time of me watching this movie. And uh, while it's not as bad as four, it is easily the next worst. It is fucking terrible. Um, There's one good kill in the movie. It's when this dude gets chainsawed in half and like his guts are spilling out. Like that's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, it's awful. I hate every character in the movie. The timeline is so obnoxiously broken that, I, like, how the fuck did they greenlight this movie? They're like, oh, she's, she was a baby when the first one came out. And you're like, okay, in my head, I know that one's uh, 1974, uh, and this takes place in 2013, so that makes her, like, pretty close to 40. 
And they're like, oh, no, but she's like 21. And you're like, well, that doesn't make fucking sense. You're like two decades off. Why did you fuck this up that 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 simply? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, the girl is adopted into a different family. Um, the beginning of the movie, they, they it's supposed to take place immediately after the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Again, like any of the sequels, it ignores all the other sequels and just is a sequel to the first. They show... Um, the family getting like raided by the police and the townspeople in the beginning. And there's like a big shootout. And what sort of bothers me is that this came out after the devil's rejects, which had a very similar scene in it. Only the devil's rejects did the scene a thousand times better. And the devil's rejects is just a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. So you're taking a movie Ripping off a movie that ripped off the original to put it <laughs> in your sequel. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Um, they bring Bill Mosley back and he he plays Drayton Sawyer, uh, which is kind of a cool throwback. You're like, OK, I guess if you're going to get somebody to play that character again, it's kind of interesting that you pick Bill Mosley to do it. Um, they have Gunnar Hansen as like who was the original Leatherface as a random member of the Sawyer family. And you're like, where did this, yeah, where these other ten people? Sawyer. Yeah, where these other ten Sawyers come from that weren't in the original movie? Why is there all of a sudden now? There's like three women and a baby and like two old fat people. Like, where where were all these people when it was just you know Drayton, Leatherface, uh, Nubbins, and Grandpa? Now there's like a million other people in it. Um, so they all get gunned down, and then like the baby gets adopted by a different family. And then the baby's an adult and has to inherit her grandma's estate. But it turns out that her cousin Leatherface survived and lives in the basement of the estate. And this entire movie takes place because the woman, uh, the girl that like inherited this house, didn't read the note her grandma left her. And if she read the note, the movie wouldn't happen because the note st- like tells the plot of the movie out. Um... I don't know. Like I said, there's one good kill. the The whole plot is so annoying and and horrible. I hate most of the acting in this. Um, what the hell's the girl's name that's in this? Uh, she's pretty attractive, so that's good. Um, uh, uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it sucks. I, I give this one a, a four out of ten. Just really bad. You forgot the do your thing, because... How could I forget? Do your thing. Oh, yeah. So, the the, the plot, right? She gets this house. Her friends all get to this house. Her friends are all murdered by Leatherface. She escapes and finds out that the cops are responsible for killing off her family that she's never met. Because her family is psycho cannibals. And, uh... Then she decides, oh no, I'm part of this family, so now I'm a psycho cannibal, and I'm now best friends with Leatherface because he's my cousin. Even though he just killed my best friend, my boyfriend, my best friend's boyfriend, like, all of her friends are dead because of Leatherface, but now she loves him. And uh, she helps Leatherface kill off the cops, and she says, do your thing, cuz... To have Leatherface uh, kill the bad one of the cops. And I'm like, why? 
if this guy murdered all of my friends, why am I now like best friends with him? Because we're related. Shit, there's people I'm related to I fucking hate. I'm not gonna talk to them. Oh yeah, that sounds similar to my family. I, I fucking hate all of them. I don't speak to them. I don't know. Yeah, this movie sucks. It's it's awful. I saw like I said, I saw it one time. The only thing I remember is the the cop thing in the end where he gets chainsawed. Mm-hmm. And um, the do your thing, cuz that's all I remember. Oh, and the the part where he's like sewing his mask. I think that's this movie where he's like sewing the mask into his yes, face. Yes, he sews the mask into his face. That was that was pretty cool. But other than that, I that's it. I will ne- probably never rewatch this. Maybe I'll buy it one day if it's like two bucks somewhere. But that's it. See, I saw this when it was on the Horror Channel a few years back, and I remember watching it and thinking, this is a pile of shit. Yeah, it's really bad. And when you watch, because obviously you're only going to watch the 2D version, because, you know, who the fuck would watch a 3D movie? Um, There's there's a lot of scenes they put into this to make it 3D, like, oh, the chainsaw's coming right at your face! And you're like, that's obnoxious. (laughs) Remember that fad of 3D movies? Boy, that that got real fucking dated real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, the name of the movie is this Texas Chainsaw. Like, that bothers yeah. me. That, that's why... Maybe Texas Chainsaw 3D. I prefer to call it Texas Chainsaw 2D. Your cousin is a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, fellas, I'll go over this one quick. Face, the prequel... Uh, technically, I, I believe that this is a it's a prequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and is part of the timeline that includes Texas Chainsaw 2D. Because um, the mother character in this is supposed to be the grandma in Texas Chainsaw 2D. So, like, okay. th- that's their link, essentially. They, it's supposed to be part of the same timeline. And this is the first time I had watched this. I mean, you've seen this one, right, Mike? Uh, I watched it once yeah. as part of the 365 that I was doing. And this was the first movie that when I got a P.O. box, I bought it on Amazon because it was $2. And I just wanted to test it out to make sure my P.O. box was working at the post office. So I bought the cheapest, shittiest movie I could find, which was Leatherface. <laughs> And it's still sealed. I never opened it. never opened it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I kind of like this one. Uh, I was surprised. Oh, my God. Okay. In in terms of the Texas Chainsaw movies, (laughs) you know what I mean? Where I like two, I like the remake, and I kind of like this one. Like, it's, you know, we're we're talking real low-hanging fruit here, Mike. Um. And I and I like I like it because it's not just another Texas Chainsaw movie. It's different, and and that I I think is noteworthy. Like it's not the same fucking thing over and over again. This one at least has different characters. It has a plot. It doesn't behave like a Texas Chainsaw movie. In fact, it's more like I don't know. I guess. Um, Natural born killers or something like it's like killers on the loose, you know, teenagers and uh, and a spring of crime and, you know, craziness. So I kind of liked that. And there's a really gross necrophilia scene in it. So 
that's a plus. See, I don't, I can't, I can't give you too much crap because I really, I don't remember mm. anything about this. <clears throat> Shane, did you ever see this one? Which one, Leatherface? Yeah, the, the no, I don't believe I did. Yeah, so I believe I did. The the big thing on this movie is you're supposed to be guessing who Leatherface, like which one of the characters is Leatherface, because they're just like teenagers. And you don't, you, you know, one of them is going to be Leatherface because the movie's called Leatherface. So, you know, one of them is. Um, so you're sort of you're sort of guessing the whole time. And they, they pull a little switcheroo on it, not to spoil this movie. But I mean, who's really going to watch this um, where it's not the character you think it is? It's a different character becomes Leatherface. And uh, the gore is good. Uh, like I said, there's a there's a necrophilia scene, which is gross. And uh, it's there. Um I don't know. Overall, it was unique, and uh, that's the best thing I can say about any of these movies. Is that I didn't hate it. I watched it and was like, "Yeah, okay, I could, uh, I could see this being its own thing." And it doesn't get like too bogged down in the quote-unquote lore of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it just it does its own thing. It has a decent pace, and uh, yeah, it was okay. I don't mind it. Okay. And that brings us to the new one, Shane. Ah, yes, titled the new one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> this one. I remember. I oh, see. It's quite funny, actually. I had absolutely no clue that this was happening until two weeks ago, when I saw something online. And I was like, "What the fuck?" There's another Texas Chainsaw movie, and um. Obviously, this went straight to Netflix. So, you know, I have been watching a lot of Netflix recently, so I thought to myself, do you know what? I'll give it a watch just to see what it's like. And I'm going to say, overall, I didn't mind it. Um, Story-wise, it was a bit hokey. You know, it is like a group group of... There's two sisters, one of their best friends and their girlfriend travel to this town in Texas to because they're like celebrities or they're like social media celebrities and they're setting up a business where he's like a cook or they're, they're cooks, they're chefs basically. And they've bought the town, you know, they've bought this town, they're planning to do things with it. What they don't realize is when they get there, um, <clears throat> is there are people actually living in the town. And um, when they find out, when they go to Airport, they basically have a run-in with this trucker at this at this petrol station. And uh, that's uh, Richter, played by Mo Dunford, who's actually an Irish actor, um, which I thought was quite interesting. He put on quite a convincing Texan accent. Um, so basically they have a run-in with him and when they get to the town they don't realize that he's actually the owner of the garage of the mechanics chop shop basically um and then they realize that they get they start looking around this house what they don't realize is that it's actually got inhabitants so it's played the mrs mc who's played by alice cridge um, who everyone will know from Sleepwalkers, and she played the first Borg in First Contact, Star, Star Trek First Contact, and all that kind of stuff. She's been in lots of shit, and she's a fucking good actress. 
and um, she's like old, she's elderly, she's frail, she's got like oxygen mask and everything. And she starts questioning these two. And this big fucking strapping lad stands at the top of the stairs and she tells him to go back to his room and it's fine. She tries to explain it to him. And it's when she collapses, when the police turn up, because apparently she's trespassing on their property, on these kids' property, because they've bought the property. And then it tra- she basically explains that, no, I own the rights to this house. I have the deeds. And then she collapses. So one of the girls decides to go with the coppers to take her in the back of the van to the local hospital. And the big lad who's in the house goes with her. And basically she dies in the back of the van. Unbeknownst to the young girl, the guy in the back of the van is actually Leatherface pre-mask so he goes mental when this woman dies kills both kills both the coppers there's a really cool bit where he basically bends this guy's arm back snaps his wrist and basically stabs him in the throat with the broken bones out of his wrist and he like just stabs him in the throat and then the guy accidentally shoots off his gun and shoots the copper who's driving in the throat causing him to like crash the car and the girl in the passenger seat she's like oh my god they're messaging these people the old lady died you know all this kind of stuff and they crash into this combine harvester and it cuts back to the house where basically they're looking around the house and she and one of the girls in it um melody played by sarah yarkin she's going through the house upstairs while her boyfriend dante is downstairs looking they're trying to look for this deed and then she basically finds this box, finds the key and opens it up, and in it is the deed for the house under this old woman's name. So essentially, they, they had essentially trespassed in the house and caused her to die. And then it's when it gets to the um, Leatherface, um, basically takes her body out of the back of this truck and there's this young girl she's injured and or she comes to and she sees the guy in the back is dead the copper next to her is kind of like um he's kind of suffering a little bit you know he's got this wound in his neck and he kind of comes to realize what's happened and in the meantime while Leatherface is out the back like tending to this uh, this woman um she hits the radio and then she realizes it's actually cutting off her face to put on her face <laughs> i mean when he lifts up the mask you can see through the sun there's the eye holes and the mouth and you realize what's happening and she basically calls on the police radio it says he's wearing his face and then um uh there's a guy in the shop who's on the end of the cv radio and he stops and it's when he realizes like oh fuck what have they done and uh, it kind of goes from there. And it's you've got a bus full of people who are supposed to these um, uh, fuck not profiteers. These social media rights, you know, these basically property developers, they all turn up because they're having like a bidding thing where who's going to ha- buy this place and who's going to buy this, turn it into all that kind of stuff or different franchises. And uh, Leatherface comes back, and then much hilarity ensues. Um, you've got uh, Olwen Fura, 
who plays the character of Sally Hardesty. Obviously, she was they couldn't get the original actress, um, Marilyn Burns, because she died in 2014. So um, she plays uh, Sally, and she plays a sheriff or a ranger of sorts. And when she hears what's going on, it's kind of ironic because when she finds out what's going on, she's gutting a pig. Um, well, do you want to go into spoilers, or I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going into spoilers just yet. But she's like gutting a pig when she finds out what's happening. So then um, it all goes from there. You know, she turns, she rocks up. Um, she's got the photo of her five dead friends um, in her car, which she looks at, and she's like. Here we go. She'd been waiting 50 years for this confrontation and all that kind of stuff. And that's where it goes. And personally speaking, I didn't mind the film. Story was a little bit hokey. The gore was superb. The kills were excellent. And I quite enjoyed it just for that. You know, just for the fact the kills were really fucking good. Yeah. uh, I wanted to go on record and, uh, and say that like before this came out, I mean, we, we talked about it on the podcast. We looked, watched the trailer and talked about some other stuff. And I, <laughs> I specifically absolutely shit on this movie. 100%. I <laughs> was calling it like a huge piece of shit and I fucking loved it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I really, really liked this movie and I was not expecting it. I came in after watching a string of awful Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, and maybe that's the thing, you know? Maybe I watched so many bad ones that I was, like, dumbfounded to, to like, have an entertaining time, but I fucking really loved it. I thought it was so over-the-top and original. It wasn't the same... <clears throat> original by means of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This was essentially a remake of Halloween 2018. Um... Except, Except it, was it was better. Yes, exactly, um, Shane. It is a better movie than Halloween 2018 and a better movie than Halloween Kills times a million. Anything is better than fucking Halloween Kills, Ryan. <laughs> and all I can think of is the, the fans of Halloween Kills that are like, yeah, but it was so brutal. Halloween Kills is brutal compared to this Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Like, a kitten is brutal compared to a tiger. Like, this movie is fucking brutal. Halloween Kills is nothing compared to this. There's like zero positive attributes I can put towards that movie that this doesn't do better. And um, like yeah. on every aspect, even despite it being essentially a remake of that movie, you know, bringing back the Sally character to to confront Leatherface in the same way they bring Jamie Lee Curtis back in the other movies. Um yeah. It's everything was just so much more entertaining. I thought that I would dislike the main character so much because based on that trailer, like I I did not like the trailer. I did not want to see these characters and I actually like didn't mind them. I'm like, "Oh, they're actually not like the worst scum of the earth like I thought they were going to be." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I really like this one. The gore is so over the top and just glorious like everything everything you want in a chainsaw movie uh, this has it and i'm not gonna spoil like oh like scenes in there or anything but i mean there's one scene where leatherface is fighting this guy and he hits him with a hammer 
and my jaw oh. dropped. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's that was just... so good. That scene was so good. Like the way Mike described that guy's fingernails being like twisted backwards in another movie. That's how I felt watching this. That I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I clapped. Yes. I actually cheered. Absolutely. Multiple times, Shane, I was clapping. And, yes. uh, I mean, everyone's going to talk about the bus scene, because the bus scene is... It's, oh. it's like a celebration of... You've made it this far, and watching so many awful Texas Chainsaw Massacres, here's your prize, is the yeah. bus scene of Leatherface just fucking going ballistic and in, in the, the most over-the-top and gory way possible. Like, I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it, and I kind of want to go back and watch it again. I can't believe I'm saying this about a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Um, but what do you think, Mike? Uh, I thought it was good. Um, there's a lot of things that bothered me. Uh, I liked the cast. Um, I thought... It was kind of unique coming from the main character's uh, past and why she doesn't like guns and stuff. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I don't really recall seeing that in like a horror movie before. Maybe it's like the time to talk about it, I guess. Um, I thought that the movie, besides the gore, looked mm-hmm. really cheap. Like the, the set, uh, like the town just looked like a set. Um uh, see, I have like a love hate relationship with this after the just the one time I've watched it. In one hand, the gore is awesome. I love the look of Leatherface. Love it. Uh, I think the story sucks. It's, I think it's terrible. The the bus scene is was fantastic. It was awesome. However, uh, the the intro part of it, the comedic moment. Oh, yeah, yep. That's in the trailer. The, the, the start of the bus was really stupid. Yes. Was it and in the that, trailer? That is one of the moments that I, when oh, I saw this, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't care how stupid, like, a lot of, like, people think, like, Gen Z or Millennials are. That was just dumb. Um, I know it's really comedic effect, but... I mean, this movie's going for realism, and that's just that took me out of it. It was stupid. Um, I laughed my ass off at the scene before oh the credits. God. I thought that was hysterical, <laughs> and I loved every second of that. Um, but the rest of the movie I thought was good. I I just I don't know. It was better than Texas Chainsaw 2D, your cousins of Chainsaw, <laughs> and Next Generation, but I don't think it's as good as... I don't even think it's good as Texas Chainsaw really? 2. Yeah, I I thought it was good. I just... I don't know. Something took me out of that one, too. I think it was... I don't know. I, I think how the story was really shitty... And I know you're not really watching this movie for a story. I get it. But I just felt like it was kind of whatever. Yeah, I I love the over the top aspect of this. I thought, I don't know, like the, the just the gore and the brutality was something that 
the series needed um, because it's always sort of been in the background other than the remakes. Like we we had talked the remake and the prequel um, with like how just visceral those are. Um, this takes that and is, is even, I think, more amplified than the than the remake was in terms of its brutality and its just grossness. Hello. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I what I I, I do think that the brutality is really amplified in here. And I yeah. really like that. I really like the gore in here. It's it looks fantastic. But the the story aspect really bugged me. The whole uh as Shane said, Sally thing. I thought that was stupid. Okay. I thought that was I agree. awful. Sorry about that, guys. My, my internet cracked. Uh, okay, you're back now, though, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, is it is it worse than Halloween Kills? Because that's no, and that's what I was gonna bring up. I like the way that they did bring back the character. I like the fact that. Um, how do I say this without getting into spoilers? I like the the way yes. that they did it and her um, motivations for it. it. In Halloween, the remake, they made it so them to, you know, that that's the rivalry. They're, you know, they're meant to try to kill each other. And this one, it's just like, I've got a motivation. He doesn't, but I do. And I liked that aspect of it. I don't agree with why they brought her back. I don't think that it was really respectful to the original actress who played her. I think it's they could have did it with any other mm-hmm. actor, and it would have been better. Um, and the fact that her character is useless in it. And there's uh, a scene where, um, towards the end, where nothing happens. I'll say before I get into spoilers, it's kind of hard to, and I was just sitting there like he's right there. Just do something and nothing happens. And that annoyed the hell out of me. It's like, why? So the rest of the people died because of her. And that annoyed the piss out of me. I thought I just couldn't get over. It's like, why even bring this character back? If you're not going to do anything, anything with her she was useless and it wasn't even the same actress it's like so you just wasted it i that just annoyed the piss out of me i don't know but that's 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 my thoughts of the movie i'll I'll probably give it another go eventually down the road when the next time i do another texas chainsaw the marathon but i don't know i just i love the gore and look of leatherface but everything else was annoying and too uh, nowadays, everything like horror movies nowadays, it's just like it's got to poke fun at real life. And it's just I don't want to watch a horror movie that talks about Gen Z's. I don't give a shit. I just want to watch a, a, like Leatherface kill people. Arguably, that's what this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But it's just, I don't know, the writing was annoying. Yeah. As, as I mean, hell. well, we could probably get into spoilers now. I mean, uh, I really liked it. Shane, sounds like you liked it as well. Um, Mike's yeah, a little more iffy yeah. uh, on that aspect. but um, <laughs> Well, if we're going to go through spoilers, I'm going to say, okay, yep. spoilers now if you're listening. But, like, yeah. she was pointing a shotgun right at Leatherface. And it was loaded. 
And she was like, you don't even remember me. And he walks out the door. Yeah. She, the reason why she came there was to kill him. And I'm like, okay, cool. She's following his trail. She finds the, the Jeep or the police car or whatever. She's, she looks at tracks, I guess, through the cornfield and she follows him to there. She's got him in his sights, ready to kill him. And you don't remember me. I'm so upset that you don't remember me. And he just like, it was like peace. And he just walks out the door, kills a handful of other people. It's like, what do you, what was the point of that character? I liked that she was not the main part of the movie. Like if, if they made this movie around her, you know, around her being the main character and like, this is all about her revenge. I like that. It's more like just a little part of the movie that, that she's in. It's, you know, it's, it's oh, sort yeah. of pushed off to the side because I think that's where, that's where, um, the Halloween film fell short is because they're like, no, this is really important. And these characters are super important to the story and we have to follow them. And, and, and it's all about her and it's all about her fighting Michael. And in this, it's like, yes, yeah, Sally wants to kill Leatherface because he killed her friends 50 years ago. So now it's two 70 year olds battling each other. <laughs> Yeah, and battling is a very <laughs> loose word because yeah. he fucking flings her into some garbage <laughs> I mean, cans, and she whispers something that the main character hears from yeah. three hundred feet away, and yeah. oh my god, it's stupid. I mean, William Hope was in this. He played the sheriff, and I thought, yeah, he's, yeah, his part in that was really cool. I guess. Um, I mean, because obviously it was him who gets shot in the neck. But um, it was like his deputy, when his deputy just gets his hand snapped back and stabbed in the throat with his broken bones. I thought that was brutal. That's fucking really oh, funny yeah. at the same time. Yeah, that, I mean, a lot of the gore was was fantastic. I mean, oh, it bus. was just, the bus scene was awesome. Yeah, the There's bus scene. People, it just reminded me of um, that Star Wars prequel where... Uh, Ah, what the fuck's the Rogue One where Vader is oh, walking yeah. through? It's like the intro to the original Star Wars, and he's just flinging people left and right, and he's killing people. That's what this scene reminded me of. And it's this Leatherface with a chainsaw, chainsawing people with practical effects with some CGI yep. sprinkled in when it needed yeah. it, and it was perfect. It was awesome. When she was trying oh to get God. out that window and he saws her in half and she falls out the window, I was that like was this brilliant. is that was fucking what brilliant. I wanted the whole The best part time. about that like little part you're talking about is that not only does he saw her in half, but like her guts just like sort of string yeah. along and are like drooping out the window. It's not like a clean sever because that would have been stupid, but it's like this gross <laughs> like <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was it, the the extra touches they put on all the brutality. I thought really made it when that. Oh, and the ending. Oh uh, the God. ending, man. That scene. Like I was talking to Connor Blackman on Instagram about. It. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of saw it coming." And it's like I knew something was coming, but not as abrupt and blunt yeah. as what happened. Yeah. Because that was his. I was dying. I thought it was going to be like a dream sequence afterwards. Like she was like going to wake up and be like, oh, my God, you're OK. But the fact that we just ended with that, I was like, that's awesome. That's so <laughs> funny. He just saw her and he just holds yeah. up the head and the, the uh, car, you know, is on like uh, whatever mode where it's driving itself. And she's she can't do anything. 
about it. It was great. And he starts wielding the chainsaw like he did at the original at the end of that. It yeah. was just so cool. I love that. Yeah, that, that was man. that's the kind of like hilarious brutality that you, I mean, I didn't really see it coming. I like like you said, I thought something's going to happen, but I wasn't expecting that of the, the fucking the girl to get pulled out and her head just immediately chopped off. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, when, that, when that dude fucking got hit in the knee with that hammer and he's, his leg oh, spaghettied yeah. right back, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff where it's not gory, but it's so horrible. It's just the worst thing. That you can think of, and you're like, oh my god, it's so fucking perfect. And him with the oh. hammer with the head, and he just kept going. I yeah. love that. The kills are so good in this. The best, easily the best kills yeah. of the entire series. Like, all the series put together. Yeah, I would say besides the remake. I would say besides the remake. I'm telling you, remake, man. I think the remake, the remake had, had really good, good ones, ones, but so. I think every kill in this is better than all of the series put together. <laughs> uh, oh. I also had a good laugh when he fucking sawed through the sewage pipe and she just gets oh she yeah gets covered funny. in Leatherface's shit <laughs> yeah that was fucking funny that was like you couldn't pick you couldn't pick worse things to happen to this girl <laughs> I think that's why like I I I did give this like a five out of ten because I I loved 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 certain aspects of it, yeah. but hated others. Like I loved the actresses in here. I liked pretty much everybody besides the main guy, like the one that's um with oh, the, the guy the that's girl. Like buying the chef or whatever he's buying the town. Yeah, like I thought I thought his character he was like super hated. Like I I hated him. And the fact that they couldn't find that the deed and everything is like, I must have left it back in Austin. I'm like, dude. But like, uh, I, I loved certain aspects of it, but the story, I, I hated it. I thought they had way better. I mean, even like Texas Chainsaw 3. I thought like that was a better story. <laughs> You're talking good stories, Texas Chainsaw 3. <laughs> Oh, I'm not saying it's a good story. I'm saying it's uh, it's better than than this. I don't know. I just I don't. It didn't vibe with me. And yeah, you know, I'm nitpicking a story of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I don't know. I thought the Sally thing was stupid, and there were certain did aspects. Did it bother I hated. you that there was no family in this? No, I, I liked it how it was like the mom and she raised him as an orphan. I think that the family would have been uh, a little too much, I think. I think it was just right with him. It was a super simple premise that, like, it it was okay that it was a simple premise. Like, the last, like, his family, uh, you know, in in the original, I don't know, they don't really explain what happened, right? Oh, well, well, one of them dies, and then, you know, the guy... Yeah, like the guy got hit. So like Drayton Sawyer just um, I died. Don't, I don't know that they explained what happened to them. I know like it opens up and it's like it was Leatherface that did it and we never caught him. But like they didn't like talk about the guy that was feeding. <laughs> it was a cannibal and feeding barbecued people <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, 
Did you guys catch I the post-credit yes. scene? Yeah, I did. You're not, not missing much. I mean, it, it shows Leatherface walking towards a house. Oh, like literally, he's going to have a new. I family. think it's. I think it's implying that it's the house, the original house. Yeah, it didn't look like it though. No, it doesn't. But I think that's what they're implying. It's him going back to the original house. You ever see the re- the end of Ram- Rambo Four, <laughs> where, where it shows Rambo walking towards his house? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> a little uh a little underground. <laughs> uh, speaking of brutal, that was a brutal movie. <laughs> I I saw that in theater, I think. Yeah, me too. That was a great one. Um he's just blowing people up with that gun. <laughs> oh <my laughs> They're just like God. exploding into mists. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. <laughs> like they just pop. Like <laughs> Oh, Rambo 4 fucking break. Um, So this movie, before it came out, it had gotten um, like, you know, there was uh, screeners or whatever and test audiences fucking hated it. Like it got just savaged by test audiences. And that's why they never released it in theaters. And it went directly to Netflix. And personally, I don't know how the fuck something like Halloween Kills could make it out of test audiences. And this doesn't. If I'd have been in that test audience, I'd have been. I'd have, I would have said no, just fucking no. You know, this needs to what? Be, um, uh, Halloween kills. Oh, yeah. If I'd have been in that test audience, I would have said no. I mean, this film fucking sucks. Now that I think about it, Shane, it did go directly to Peacock. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, Which I is saw it way worse than going directly to Netflix. Yeah, but I, I saw it, you know, at, at theaters. But with this one, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, I watched it on Netflix. I watched it Friday. So, and I was reading about it, you know, where they said it was the same thing. So they actually did reshoots with this. And I'm kind of glad they did. Yeah, I wonder what they added. I mean... <laughs> Maybe they didn't have the gore, or maybe it was just a bad movie. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> they, not, not enough gore. Uh, I did like that they immediately killed Sally. Like, Leatherface did not yeah. give a shit about her, or whatever she was trying to do, and he just fucking tossed her into the trash. Like, it reminded me of The Shining in that way. The Shining? Yeah. Where uh, um, Hong Kong Fooey comes, and he's oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> The whole time he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, you know, go there and I'm gonna help help the kid out and everything." He's in trouble. And as soon as he gets there, he just dies immediately. Axe <laughs> in the back, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> but like, oh, man, this whole Sally thing it just put a sour taste in my mouth. I don't know. I kind of I kind of liked it because I I hated the idea. Like, I don't want her in this. Like, you know it. It just sounded stupid, and again, it's retread of the Halloween stuff, and for Leatherface to come in, and she's like, I'm gonna save you, and immediately he just fucking jacks her up and throws her into the trash. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I do like that he didn't remember her. Like, he he's just, her her group of friends was just among her, his victims, right. you know? Like, he just he's did not hundreds. give a shit. He doesn't care about you and your friends. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. I love that part. Oh, yeah. 
the fights at the end were pretty cool too. The the sisters fighting Leatherface and running around. I don't know. I, I liked the whole, I liked it. I thought that the the individual set pieces of like you know him fighting them in like uh, the plastic or whatever, and then the chases through the house and the girls like trying to run away from Leatherface. She's like, <laughs> that was another thing when she's sneaking through the house because the floorboards are creaking, and she's like climbing down the side of the stairs, and he just shows up. Like, she does yeah. all this careful work to, like, avoid. <laughs> He's, like, been watching her the whole time. <laughs> he just shows up and hits her in the face with a hammer. <laughs> I do like the fact, too, that she was, like, remorseful of the mom. Yeah. I, I don't know why. that I think too many horror movies are, like, they kind of skimp out on that. And the fact that she, like, apologized to Leatherface about it, and he was still going to kill her anyway. (laughs) Like, he's like, your apology. I like that part of it. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, It makes her a a character that you like. I mean, not that you like. Yeah. You you know, you you sympathize with her a little bit. Exactly. It helps. I think it it was the dawn of realization on her face when she finds out that, no, the deed was still, the, the house was still the woman's. And she's like, oh my fucking god, we killed her, you know. Yeah, but she was old. Yeah, yeah. she was gonna die anyway. Yeah, make way for the Gen she Z. She had all those years in, like, Star Trek as the Borg, and now all of a sudden she's in a house, you know. <laughs> Is she one of, she's one of those Star Trek people? She was the Borg Queen. She was the Borg Queen? I don't know, I don't even know what that is. Come in on. The first con- in the film First Contact. Oh, of course, she's my favorite Borg. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't bad looking in that for a bald alien. She has really thin lips. I don't know why I said that, but that's like what really made me. I was like, hey, it's the board queen. Mike's fetish coming out. I yeah, like I like a woman with lips. no lips. <laughs> you know what I hate? Lips. <laughs> lips are just distracting. I like to just suck the saliva out of their face, you know? Oh, <laughs> Good Lord. Well, fellas, I did reach out to some people on the uh, um, upcoming horror movies Facebook group, and I got like a bunch of replies to this asking what people thought. Um, So I figured we'd go through a couple of those. Uh, So Sean Ryan said he liked it. Uh, There was some dumb shit, but it was brutal. The fight in the bedroom and the leg dot dot dot. (laughs) Yes, I completely agree with that sentiment. Our buddy Sean Mullaney says, balls to the wall fun. In yo face, I'm coming for you, slasher. Uh, (laughs) I didn't give two shits about most of the characters, which made their deaths exciting. I like the style of this Leatherface. He felt a lot more menacing. And it honestly took me back to when I was a kid watching slashers and got that sense of, oh, fuck, get out. He is coming. I, uh, I think people will hate on this, trying to compare it to the original, but again... He says, I'm hated on quite a bit because I found the OG to be a tad stale. I think we're all uh, we're all with him on that. <laughs> yeah. I think we're the only podcast, the only horror podcast to be like, I don't like that. Just straight on massacre. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> we tell it like it is, you so, know, and a lot of people. That's probably why hardly anybody listens to us. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Barrett says the kills were good. The story was meh. Overall, I liked it. Definitely better than Halloween Kills. Uh, Jody Chath said, definitely good kills. Disjointed for me, but otherwise, not really sure what it was going for. Uh, Zach McAdams said, I liked it. Wasn't expecting cinematic brilliance uh, and brilliant writing at all. 
It was just a fun movie to watch. And our buddy Brian Boudreaux says, I enjoyed it. Great kills, good acting, and a lot better than the other direct sequel they tried to do. Uh, made more sense. I'm thinking maybe that's Texas Chainsaw 2D he's talking about. Uh, what do we got on here? Uh, Jack Vincent Taylor said, I actually didn't mind it at all. It's not the best in the franchise, but certainly not the worst. And the bus scene was, and he put like a nice little emoji. I don't know if it's supposed to be chef's kiss or whatever. I just copied and pasted it and it didn't really show up in my Google document. You're such a boomer, Ryan. <laughs> I am. I don't know your Star Treks and your thin lips and <laughs> your Star Treks <laughs> and your thin lips. Oh man, I am fucking out of it. So yeah, I think uh, overall I got pretty. I'm going to say positive uh, feedback. I I don't know that I've seen anyone greatly dislike it. Um. I'll often lots of hate. For yeah, that. there's a lot of like random people who just like trashed it, but I don't think that's fair. I don't know. I I, I had such a good time with it. I mean, and I honestly think it's probably because I watched all the other ones <laughs> and I hated them, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, this whole week has been dedicated to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kind of uh, over it. <laughs> at yeah, the I can't wait to get back to watching my normal string of shitty movies. I, it does have a 5.1 on IMDb, and even though I, I gave it a 5, I still think that 5.1 is kind of low, like, overall. I, I, I gave this one a, I gave this one a 7.5 oh, out yeah, of 10. Oh, yeah, I was up at a 7. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Because I, enjoy, I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, it was entertaining. It was fun. It was funny in places. Although, I was chatting with someone who watched it who absolutely despised the film. But I said to him, I said it was funny in places. And he, he was like, it wasn't funny at all. I went, or he said it wasn't supposed to be funny. I went, but it was. It was absolutely and then he supposed was to like, be funny. Yeah, but he was just like, yeah, but, you know, it's it's supposed to be terrifying. I went, you obviously don't watch as much horror movies as what I do. I've Dude, that, that wrist snap and sna- like stabbing him in the neck. That was absolutely supposed to be yeah. a comedic moment. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. <laughs> We're watching but a movie was where epic. a guy chainsaws through a sewage pipe and drenches a woman <laughs> in shit. <laughs> yeah. How is that not a comedy? I could have spent the rest of the movie calling a shithead, you know, but... Uh, and it was his shit, too. You it know he's got to have the worst shits. Oh, yeah. She's not taking dumps like that. That old lady? No way. No way. <laughs> That's like that's like six months of Leatherface shit. <laughs> oh. oh my god. No frozen shit dildos here. It's so gross. Actually, it was really funny. I was I was uh, talking about the podcast the other day with a friend of mine, Matt, and uh I was we were talking about various things that we'd said that was that was kind of wrong and may get us banned from ever making money on this podcast at all. But I brought up the subject of a frozen fecal dildos. Oh, God, Shane. And it was, on a live, it was on a live stream as well, so it was going live on Facebook. So it was all in the comments. And basically, Matt, what, Matt's girlfriend was just like, I am not reading that out. That's just fucking wrong. <laughs> and Matt was just pissing himself laughing when she basically showed him the, the comment. 
And he was just like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we know that's from Shane. <laughs> so that was just comedy gold. Great. Making us famous. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Shane. Hey, I'm good at doing that. You know. I think we'll make money on this eventually. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the severely edited, profane-free version of the podcast which lasts for about yeah. five seconds we were talking last week like or the last time shane and i when we recorded and i was talking about how like there's rules on like youtube of like you can't swear within the first whatever it is five minutes or ten minutes and i'm like yeah. imagine a scenario where we don't have a swear in the first five minutes of one of our episodes i don't think we'd we've ever done no. that no That'd be interesting to go back. Maybe I'll go back and I'll listen to the first five yeah, minutes of each it. one. Listen to every episode and see if we can find a swear word. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's been a few. There's, I think I think there was the best one was when we all we were emphasizing on the word cunt. Yes, very classy. That and I think the felching one. Well, is felching's a, uh, not a swear. Felching one was just. I think you're safe. I think you're you're okay for YouTube no. monetization with felching, right? So verbs are okay. I don't know. We're gonna have to clear it with the censors, the censor board. <laughs> <laughs> you think anybody would sponsor our podcast? Not if they listen to it. Well, we did have a sponsor before. I was gonna say we did have a sponsor no, before. No, I, I, I just stopped promise, doing it because I didn't care. Yeah, we had a sponsor. It was um, wait what? Uh, horror pack or horror box? I forgot which. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. We did that for like two or three episodes, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I wasn't getting any money for it. (laughs) Did you get any? Okay, I take that back. We did get $6, I think. I don't know. Maybe it was $1. Oh. Wow. Wait, wait a second. We? We? (laughs) As in, it went toward the $60 hosting fee I pay every year. Where's my two dollars? <laughs> yeah, where's my fucking two bucks? Where's where's Shane's two quid? I want my two dollars. <laughs> it's my money, and two I want it now. <laughs> Called JG Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have that commercial, Mike? I don't know if that's. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. JG Wentworth. <laughs> something 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 cash now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was regional or not. Shane's like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> All right, fellas, let's wrap this up. I need to take a shower because I stink, and I've been farting here the whole time, and it smells really bad. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I need to feed Ziggy. I gotta get out of this room. Yeah, yeah I, need to, I need to feed Ziggy. Oh, all right, well... <laughs> I think we wrapped it up pretty nicely. We gave all our thoughts on all the Texas chainsaws. Any parting words you guys want to give out? No. I hope they make a sequel to the new one. Hmm. I hope it does well. Uh, I'm trying to th- I don't want a sequel to the new one. I would rather they just do another sequel to the original. And, and okay. Ignoring all the sequels, because why not? I want a direct follow-up to TCM2. Oh, they just follow Bill Mosley? Yeah. He could have survived. Well, Bill Mosley's... Right? Yeah, sure. I mean, what, she hit him with a chainsaw and he fell down a hole? Yeah. I feel like that's nothing. That poor stunt guy. That looked like it hurt. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. You know what's great on that Texas Chainsaw 2, now that I'm thinking about it again, is, um, so it's supposed to be like at an amusement park or something, and the set at the end looks so 
like cheesy and awful. Like it looks like it's made of paper mache, but that makes sense because it's like at an amusement park. And I feel like they just they they smartly, you know, were able to utilize a terrible looking set and be like, no, it's supposed to look terrible. <laughs> yeah, because aren't amusement amusement parks supposed to look terrible yeah, anyway? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, that's 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 some smart smart find for your uh, your place there to have your finale in an awful looking fake rock quarry or whatever it's supposed to be a fake mountain that you're climbing up. <laughs> anyway, it was yes. Well, fellas, thanks for joining me, and thanks for everybody for listening. If you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter, at Ryan Tutelo. On Instagram, All You Need Ryan. Or is it All You Need Is Ryan? I forget. Uh, I think it's All You Need Ryan. Uh, it's All You Need Ryan. Yeah, what a dub name. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can also find me on the uh, UpcomingHorrorMovies.com message board and on the UHM Fans Facebook group. And, I don't know, wherever else you come across me. Uh, Mike? Uh, I do the, the Instagram. All you need is blood podcast. I'm on the forum, Facebook, uh, pages. And, uh, I have a private Instagram. Well, it's not private, but it's mine. It's Whittemore. So with a zero, with a zero instead of an O. Yeah. Cause that was taken. That. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram, RoboGin74, Twitter, Dead Cell Society, the All You Need Is Blood podcast Facebook page. You're not banned from as Facebook well. anymore, Shane? No, my ban got lifted. Okay, good. Yeah, well, that was after I turned around, I commented on your post and said I would kill all. <laughs> I got a 30 day ban. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> that was in reference to the um, making tea with microwaves. What's wrong with that? What's right with it? <laughs> if everyone can share their microwave tea recipes with Shane, he's looking for a good one. A recipe. You, you, you warm up water and I'll you stick you a tea bag in it and it tastes fine. It does All you, you cliche UK people with your tea and your crumpets and your queen with coronavirus now. Oh, who gives a rat's ass by that? Anyway. Anyway, there goes the UK market. That was the last market we had, Mike. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that was the last market. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and I will just say bye for now. Yeah, bye. worse than what I said last week, but yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, you know what, Shade? That guy, Eric Lynch, has disappeared. I don't think he's on our Facebook group anymore. Yeah, I was so oh, I was so oh, I was so upset. <laughs> he commented on one thing, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the that guy is Eric the actor, aka Eric the Midget from the Howard Stern show. But it's not really him because that guy died like years ago. But he was using yeah. his face and his name, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's gone now. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I miss him already. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was quite fucking funny, actually. Uh... All right, I am going to go take a dump. My phone is not working.
And the dogs have actually fallen asleep now, so I'm going to go wake them up. (laughs) Throughout, she was eating. See you guys later. All right. She was eating various things throughout the episode. I kept, like, she was eating a tax bill from my town. She was eating my socks at one point. She was eating my pants. Fucking nightmare. I kept, like, taking stuff away from her while you guys were talking. (laughs) I'd get up and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Stupid dog. All right, guys. I will catch you later. All right. See you guys. Take it easy.